Good morning and welcome to today's success coaching call. I'm Andy Goddard and Tiffany Peterson will be joining us soon. Um, the countdown is on. We are within one week of doTERRA's annual global convention and uh, we'll be connecting in Salt Lake with all of our beautiful friends and connections and teams and oh my goodness. What, what fun that is going to be. Um, so let's hear a shout out to, uh, from everybody. Um, and maybe post in your comments um, what oils you're using, but also if you're coming to convention live or via live stream. Um, I hope that if you're on this call, then you are doing one or the other. So go ahead and post in the comments. Um, we got Megan from Louisiana, so excited. Joanna Cook from Washington State, welcome, welcome. Um, it is going to be epic. And um, if you've been watching um, Emily Wright's uh, social media, she's got um, some nice teasers out there. She's holding a convention bag with um, the 13 new products that doTERRA is launching next week. So um, obviously um, you need to focus first on getting yourself there um, or, or on live stream, but your second focus should be how can I leverage convention for my team? How can I maximize um, getting them there physically if possible, or, or at least on live stream. Um, it's going to be epic. Um, so Julie, um, we've got Jolene. She's coming in live stream from Houston. Uh, Susan coming live using Motivate this morning. Um, Gwen from Washington is coming live. I love it. Um, <clears throat> we got a quick question there. Um, does our convention ticket grant us access to the Empowered Success training on Saturday? So in case you haven't heard, there is an Empowered Success training. Um, they've got a, a speaker, a keynote they're bringing in. This is the first time they've ever brought in a keynote for the Empowered Success. And um, the default convention ticket does not include the Empowered Success. They made the Empowered Success uh, training an add-on. And you can still get those tickets. So just go to doTERRA's convention webpage on their website and you'll see um, the link. Uh, in fact, Mark just posted it there in the comments. Thank you, Mark. Um, so definitely make sure that um, you come to the Empower Success Training. Um, it's gonna be awesome. I've been talking to a lot of the presenters and um, just, it's, a, it's an incredible lineup. It's gonna be fantastic. So they do still have tickets available. All right, we've got Kendra saying, um, I'll be there with 200 plus peeps. Kendra, just a sign of what an incredible leader you are. So hats off to you and you will, um, the, the momentum that's created from getting your team to tune into convention, um, you just can't put a price tag on it or a, a metric on it. It's, that's when we hit, um, uh, momentum for the first time when we got a huge group of our friends to convention. Um, I still remember two sisters that we invited and at first they're like, no, I'm, I'm pretty busy. You know, one had a really big family, young kids. Uh, the other one was, you know, already crushing it in business. And they were like, yeah, no, I think I'll pass on convention. Well, we said, look, we're willing to pay for your tickets if you promise to use them and be there. And they're like, hmm, okay. So they came, one of them is now a blue diamond, the other one is a presidential diamond. And I'm not gonna say that it's gonna happen every time, but that's the kind of thing that happens when people tune in to the energy and the vibes and the people and the stories at convention. They, they realize this is their tribe, this is their, this is their mission and they, it, it moves them, it changes them. Uh, yeah, the cool thing about the live stream, I see some uh, conversation about that, is that um, 
I think you can watch it for two weeks after convention. So um, I'm recommending that people who are coming to convention still get the live stream so that they can just be present and not be scrambling to take pictures of every slide and take notes and they can just be there, be in the moment, um, feel all the feels. So great, great question. Alrighty, well, um, Jalene thinks it's, wow, open through, okay, somebody says, all right, well, we're not sure how long it goes, but I think last year it was two weeks. So, um, super, super excited. And the gala, I love how they've changed the format of the gala this year. Um, instead of being a plate at dinner and taking forever and not having enough room for everybody, They've just made it hors d'oeuvres so that um, we can swing the doors wide open to as many people who, who want to come. So um, that should be a really, really huge party. I think they can let two to three times as many people in this time because they don't have to put out the big tables, the big, you know, all the chairs. So come party with us. It's going to be great. Um, Okay, Mark is saying that live stream is available through October 31st. So that's, that's a really long time to review and, and take notes. That's, that's really awesome. Awesome, okay. Um, Tamara asks if the Empowered Success will be recorded. I do not know that. It's a really good question. Um, wish I had the answer for you. Um, okay. Hey, Andy. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into some questions. Um, we're here to serve you and we'd love to, and good morning, Tiffany. Good morning. Hi. How are you, friend? Doing so well. How are you? So good. We were just talking convention shop. So. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you, I'm sure, do you know what they're going to release this year? Um, well, I hate to be a spoiler here, but I've heard there might be some oils, essential oils. So like of the essential kind? That kind. Yep. That's yeah. the one. Oh, got it. Okay. Good. So sorry to, to spoil, to burst the bubbles, but that's, uh, it's probably in the lineup. Emily you know, Wright posted, I think they should release an oil that smells and tastes like bacon. You know, I've been asking for that for years. I think that would do really, really well. They keep telling me it's not essential, but I beg to differ. So I think butter is another strong oil. Yeah, or chocolate. Peanut chocolate butter. Chocolate oil. <laughs> Put that in an oil combo. That'd be great. I mean, let's just be honest. Oils are where it's at. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, so I... I, I wish I could tell you what the new products are, but uh, I'm, I'm in the dark on that one, so. Are you in the dark or you're just sworn under secrecy? Uh, I can either, right now, I so can either confirm or deny. Hmm. So. <laughs> Great. We'll leave you alone about it. We've got a few days to go before we get to find out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we've just been talking about all the good stuff and little tips and, and um, buying the live stream, I think is a great way to help people be present and, and fully experience. Um, any tips or advice that you've got for us on convention? Oh goodness, my, my two cents is that in all sincerity, I would take your LLV if you're not taking it right now. And I really would prioritize your rest before you get here is, you know, all the things you, sometimes when we get ready, to, if you're coming live, right, we get ready to come or go out of town. We sometimes want to try to do all the things. And it's like, yeah, prioritize what you want to do before you leave and spend time with those kiddos. But it's okay to leave the laundry and things aren't going to be all perfectly done. It's that you come, you, you get here as rested as possible, right? Where you've prioritized rest and nutrition, you're hydrated, you're taking your supplements, Take your on guard plus if you're getting on an airplane for sure. And yeah. that way you show up in a way where you're preparing your body so your mind can receive as much as possible. 
you know. So on the physical side, and then secondly, I just invite you to make it a conscious, you know, the power of intention is, is something we talk about here often. It will circulate in our conversation because it's just one of those foundational, true life teachings, life principles where show up with a clear intention, right? Show up. I, if I were you, I'd show up with the intention of saying I'm open and I'm ready to receive. And what do I need to know? And, and open to learning, open to meeting new people, especially sometimes when we get together in large social groups, it can trigger social anxiety, right? It can trigger things like, oh, who am I going to have lunch with? Or, well, I know many people, or I know a whole lot of people, but I feel overwhelmed. It's just choosing, right, to say, okay, I'm going to choose to be open, and I'm going to choose to to trust and, and know what I need. If, like, one night you're like, look, I just got to get back to my hotel room and, and sleep and rest, then honor that too, right? But just know, like, I think convention – is a, it's such a combination of being fed mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Like you leave here with a really full cup. And if you're joining in live stream and you're not attending live, I would truly prioritize it and say, great, I block off the time. I'd hire the sitter. Um, I'd even maybe book a hotel room in your own city and check in and be like, hey, I'm treating this like a legit conference so you can soak that in, right? To the best that you can. I know that sometimes life circumstances we get to navigate around that but that's something that I think those are just some thoughts I would say for a convention I love that so so good create that space we've got a comment um, somebody says um, be sure to add uh, motto to max to your lifelong vitality yes yes so, great suggestion we've also got a question from Laura on Facebook have you ever offered convention tickets as a bonus or incentive for new builders? Um, should I personally offer this next year for my team? Um, like I said, um, having one of your builders um, in a seat at convention is, is worth a year of mentoring, a year of coaching, a year of you pouring into them. So I guess I would just ask the question, is, um, is your time worth that investment. Uh, for me, it's a clear yes. Um, now that I have sponsored hundreds, if yeah, probably it's in the hundreds of, of people to get to conventions. Sometimes they need a little help with travel. Sometimes they need help with hotel, um, some with babysitting, um, whatever it takes. Um, there's a reason doTERRA does this convention. It's not, it's not for them. They, they don't need to do this. They recognize the power of live events, especially this one big global event. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they don't make money on convention. They, they lose in a big, big way on convention, but they understand the power of coming together as, as one united group with one purpose and um, sharing all the, the things that we value, sharing the product education, uh, the science, the, the um, you know, the medical board, like just all the things. So um, it's, it's worth it. So I, Laura, I would say that's a strong yes. I, I think it's a great, great incentive to offer. When you think about it, because at convention, Andy, it's like, think about another word that when I think of convention, I think of conversion, right? They're mm -hmm. synonymous terms for me. It's like when people come to convention, they get converted right? Like there's, you know, me and my alliterations, I love them. So I'm kind of like convention conversion, you know, I love it. Instant, all sincerity without even that concept is when I think about what happens for people, what's the experience for them is that I've never met anyone who's come out of convention and been less engaged or right. less passionate or less on fire about their own well-being, their family, let alone sharing it with others. And so Convention is a conversion experience for people. And so it's why even if like, even if you've been in doTERRA for 10 years, like Andy and Natalie, every year you come out of it, like with a renewed passion and fire and conviction and desire to change more people's lives and share with more people. So especially Laura, your new builders, absolutely. I would utilize those as incentives. I think that's an, I see that 100% like Andy was saying, like an investment that you're making in your team. 
So thinking of it in that way is, yeah, it's like, man, everyone leaves convention and it's like, oh, wow, everybody needs, everybody needs doTERRA and the oils because the reality is they do. It's just you come from an experience where the energy and the conviction and the passion and you're gathered with your tribe is so powerful, so powerful. Now, Tiffany, do you still have space at your Heart and Hustle event? We have unlimited space on live stream. And okay. we have about, probably I'd say 20 tickets left. We've already put in our orders for, uh, there's gifts that we've ordered and printing and so forth. So if you want to come to Heart and Hustle, I'm on Monday night, uh, September 9th, from 5 to 9 p.m. is when we're live. And you can join in live again or live stream. We'd love to have you. The website is myoilscoach.com. And Andy and Natalie have a code for their anyone in their organization, which is any of you listening, where you can come for $20 off or attend live stream $20 off. And the code is Goddard's in all caps. It is case sensitive. So it's all caps at checkout will give you that discount. And, and the cool thing about this is we also offer and have done the, the previous few years is a two week recording access to the content. So Let's say you can't make it live or you do come live, but then you get home from convention and you're like, whoa, that was a whole lot. Then you can come back and watch it and we'll help you, you know, integrate perhaps even more the things that you've been learning. So I'd love to have you. It's so exciting. It's new every year. There's similar content and there's new content every year and new panelists. The Goddards are joining us there as, as well. They're, they're always in. They're my, they're, they have to participate every year. We, we love everything you do Tiffany but this event especially is just so high vibe I mean yeah. that room is packed yeah. with passion and power and and you just bring it every year you must be so yeah. exhausted at the end but it is you know, it's so kind good. Of like it's kind of like uh you just yeah I, I'm not exhausted it's like I'm on a high it's, wow. it just fuels me it's so much fun I've been looking forward to it I was working on it yesterday and just getting lots of details ready and some fun things i have huge boxes of materials and things that have already shown up that are in the um in my dining room so my dining room every year <laughs> turns into this like holding pen of of snacks and treats and gifts and things so anyway i'm just excited it's the one time a year where i host just for doTERRA right it's a doTERRA custom event where the sales and success principles are tailored to you. So love it. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. Such a gift to the whole doTERRA community. Mm, thank you. Love it. Can I um, also share a quick announcement? Um, Nat, uh, Tiffany and I are always trying to leverage technology. And um, we have a new provider um, for sending text reminders about the weekly call. Um, so our hope is that this will give us added flexibility, um, added um, like um, just, just quick communication. Um, for example, Tiffany and I are, are planning on being at um, the Oil Life Tent um, during convention. Um, since we don't have a time set up yet, um, if you'll text SHARE to the phone number 801-515-2707, then we'll keep you in touch about when we can connect during convention. Because um, we love to say hi. Um, every time at Heart and Hustle, we get tons of people just coming up and saying thank you for this call, just wanted to say hi in person. So um, that's one of the things, but we're also migrating from the old texting service um, to this one because of the added benefits that it has. So again, if you'll just text the word share to 801-515-2707, then that will um, keep us in touch that way. So really excited about um, what that tool has to offer. So can you share just a little bit about, or maybe not, but can you share about what your releasing uh yeah with the, the book yeah yeah so um some of you 
um, have heard of the book Emotions and Essential Oils. Um, if you can see all these papers that are laying around, um, that's the project that's been in process. Um, so we acquired that book um, about a year ago and we, we updated the, the design. <clears throat> this year, we've taken the content from an amazing app called um, Essential Emotions um, Reference that, that has incredible, um, just it's really, really great tips on, for example, um, if I'm experiencing discomfort um, like in my neck or I've got a, you know, some tightness or something there, I can go to this app and I click on throat and it'll tell me what emotion is connected with that body area. Mm. Um, it also has um, questions that'll guide you through your own coaching. So it's, um, it's basically gonna double the, the depth and the, the breadth of content in the um, emotions and essential oils book and just give you, it's kind of like your little emotions coach in your pocket. Um, so the good news is all of that goodness from the app is now gonna be in the book. And all the goodness from the book is now gonna be in the app. So, cool. so it's a really cool marriage that, um, yeah, is, it's, um, we'll have everything ready to go live at convention. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, but uh, we're really, really excited. So yes, it's, it's on schedule to be ready for a convention. So cool. we've had a lot of requests um, to put the emotions book in an app. Uh, people just, you know, we live on our phones nowadays. It's so nice to, to have things accessible that way. Yeah. You don't have to haul your books around with you everywhere. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, at the booth at Oil Life, we'll have people there to demo um, the new content and how to use it. It's pretty user-friendly, it's pretty straightforward, but um, Natalie and I are just um, ecstatically excited about, about the new offering. So cool, I'm so glad you guys are creating that. And yes, Andy and I are gonna be hanging out at some point at coordinated time at the tent, correct? That's right, Oil Life tent. Yeah. Circus tent. We may, we, we don't know yet if there'll be free ice cream. Yeah. But, but we'll have our own circus regardless. Okay. So. The Oil Life building, everyone, they need to give away free ice cream. That's right. <laughs> so, they really do. It's a big deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> awesome. Can we get some coaching, finally? I think, we should. I think we should. Let's do it. It's the 1st of September. I mean, can you believe it? It was like, I thought I it was January, maybe even February. Now it's September, but I know. Here we are. What happened to summer? But I do love September because I think it's in our. DNA, it feels like back to school and it feels like, let's learn, let's dial some things in, let's get focused, let's create. So if totally. you've been with us before, you know how this works. If you have a coaching question, by all means, if you're on Facebook Live, put it in the comments or if you're here on Zoom, you can put it in the chat box. We'd love to support you and asking and thinking about whatever might be up for you. It might be personal, it might be business, might be time related or leadership or mentoring related, but we'd love to support you. So is there something that's up for you today or something that you're thinking about or something that we can support you with that we can dialogue through together? While we're waiting, Tiffany, can I throw out a question that I got this week? And I'd love to hear what your response would be. Yeah, I'd love it. Okay, she says, I've been in doTERRA for four years. I'm premier. There's been a lot of self-doubt and unsupportive, unkind uplines involved in my journey, which I let get in the way. I've had volumes of nearly 20,000 at premier. I feel I have to be the big leader for all my teams as we don't tap into the upline stuff as they don't have the integrity I want to work with and expose my team to. I know that this has been an issue for my growth, wanting a good upline 
to an extent, but also feeling overwhelmed with having to be a diamond leader before I'm there myself. What would you recommend for me? What is your thought initially? So she's saying my struggle is my up lack my upline challenges. Yeah. So there's, I mean, she's, she's throwing a lot out there, but number one is kind of um, feeling like her upline is not something she can plug into. Um, <clears throat> there might be some integrity issues, uh, maybe difference of values. So that's one. Um, number two, um, the feeling that um, she's overwhelmed with the pressure to be the leader that she knows her team needs. So, um, you know, she, her words are, how do I be the diamond leader that I, um, before I'm there myself? So my coaching, first of all, is, um, you know, stand in the question, um, I need my upline um, to lead my team. Is it true? Um, and I think this is a valid question for all of us. Um, it's, um, it's really tempting to, to fall into this trap of um, letting them do what we could be doing, letting them take over the inspiring, the, um, you know, the, the follow-up, the events. I mean, all the things that make up being a leader, um, that stuff is not delegatable. You can't delegate that. Um, and so that's, that, that's my coaching on the first issue. The second one, um, as far as, um, as, as we talked, we started discussing on Facebook and it turns out that she has a leader under her who's uh, outranked her. So she's silver. And this leader that's talking to me is premier. And so the feeling is um, I've lost credibility. I can no longer mentor them if they're a higher rank than me. So my coaching on that would be, do I, um, do I need to buy, be a higher rank to be a mentor, to be um, of service, to, to have value to bring to that relationship? Um, and hopefully for all of you, the answer is no. Um, your rank does not define you. Um, and you, we, we all get to be the leader before we are the leader. We, 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 we become the rank before you achieve the rank. Um, you know, Tiffany's talked about this several times. Um, Diamond has more to do with a way of being than it is, you know, the right amount of volume and exactly the right places and the right LRPs. It's, it's about a way of being. So, um, and, and I think you, you know, she's, she's said that in her own comment that um, she wants to be the leader before she has the rank. So I guess that's my, my coaching is um, just step into true leadership. Um, clearly, if, if you're having these issues come up about uplines integrity and like clearly you have passion about what a good leader is and what a good leader isn't. So be that, live it. Um, don't, don't be the, the person who's finding fault, be the person who's changing the culture and defining the culture and being the change that you wanna see in the world. Tiff, what would you add? Oh, goodness. I think that, you know, all of us have the life experience in some way or somehow where we can feel let down by someone. Yeah. You know, I think that's part of the human journey. And so, you know, sometimes we might, of course, like what she's sharing, feeling let down by your upline or that they weren't there for us or so forth is part of, you know, the share is that no, no one's upline is perfect. And I think that's important. And, it, and sometimes, right, you're getting signed up at the same time or within weeks of them signing up, right, or months, and, and they're still trying to learn ropes and figure it out themselves. So sometimes, yes, like who, like say who Natalie and who Andy have become in the last 10 years, 
right? Now, if you were to join their team today, they have so much more knowledge and awareness and skill. Doesn't still mean they'd get it perfect, but yeah, it's dramatically different because of where they're at today. And so some of this just requires a lot of truly of grace and forgiveness and healing. And I want to say, you know, something this comes up for me in my world in coaching is many years ago, 10, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, this, this fall, I started a mentoring program with an incredible guy, incredible mentor. And part of training with him and going through his train, the trainer program and developing my skills as a facilitator. I'd been a corporate trainer for years, but I'm always about developing my skill too and my capacity and tools and so forth. And I had never done my own business before. And so but part of the opportunity in mentoring with him was a potential on the, on the table. It wasn't like a contract promise, but a potential was to be selected to represent his work and that they would then feed us business, right? His selected. And I was, I went through a training with about 90 students and 15 of us were selected to carry on his work. And I got to be part of that, which was fantastic. And we got additional mentoring and all of that complimentary. We just had to pay for our travel and it was a chance of a lifetime. It was so cool. But I think there was part of me, right? I mean, it was never directly promised, but potentially the hope that like someone else could like bring me the clients or that I could go and train under his brand and his content and do his stuff. So even though it's different, but similar to this kind of quote upline thought is I, I spent a, a lot of time hoping and waiting that he was going to, in essence, do it for me. Does that make sense? And, um, and that just really never came to be. And the gift of it not coming to be that perfect way was that I had to dig deep and develop skills and tools in myself. I had to, to face that courage myself. I had to put myself out there. I had to host my own workshops and speak and, and you know, develop my own sense of self in a much deeper way. And I'm so thankful it worked out that way because you all wouldn't know me now or we wouldn't be connected likely had it gone the way where someone else quote did it for me or created that for me. And I'm not saying I hear that in her share necessarily either that it's about, Oh, I want someone to do it for me, but just realizing that sometimes the gift of the struggle of someone that doesn't show up for you or in the right way or the way that we hoped or wanted is it requires us to, to spread our own wings and fly. Right. And I just think that that to me is, is a, is a massive gift. And so from the gift side, finding the gift in that is looking at, okay, yeah, I get to dig deep and I get to spread my own wings because sometimes we're waiting for someone else either to do it for us or to give us what we think we're missing um, or to, you know, these types of things that we're, we're hoping for. And so to me, that's kind of one way to consider it too. Now, there are times where for sure, not everyone's going to align for you in this business. And sometimes when we talk about things like if there's integrity differences or dishonesty or struggles like that, I still invite us to always choose grace and forgiveness. Yet there are times where, yeah, you're maybe not going to spend much time around someone, that they're not going to be the experience that you also get to say, I get to show up. You know, that's not for me, like that doesn't mean we're going to be best friends, but I don't have to also hold all this negative resentment, right? There's this statement. Oh, you guys ready for a juicy statement? It comes from uh, it's one of Wayne Dyer's trainings, and I believe it's in his book, The Power of Intention. But, and I was re-listening to that earlier this summer on Audible, and he says the statement, there are no justified resentments. And it was some spiritual teacher or a yogi or something he'd seen in a class, saw it on a wall, and he was resharing it on his content. But there are no justified resentments. Think about that. Isn't that juicy? Because it's like, whoa. Meaning that like, and again, there are times healthy boundaries for sure, or there's relationships you don't stay actively engaged with. You know, I've had to learn that myself, but the reality of like holding the energy, the venom, the negativity that is so detrimental to you and so offer forgiveness is that it's just like, I think at some level as children, when we first learn that our parents are human, mm. right, that they're not perfected, 
that they are also working through their own limitations, their own struggles, challenges, desires, needs, you know, um, that's hard because we, we want them to show up perfectly for us and they won't and neither will your upline and neither will you. And so I think just grace all the way around is just realizing, okay, what is my part? I love to, to ask the question, you know, how, you know, thinking about the, the question or the thought process, how do I want to show up? I can only control how I show up. What is it that I, you know, how do I want to show up in this specific way? Yeah. So I just love, love this great conversation. So good. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, some of us have, have heard offers, you know, I'll build your downline for you. Like come work with me. And that's, it just doesn't work. Right. Um, it's like saying, I'll eat your healthy diet for you. I'll do your exercise for you. Well, it just doesn't work that way. So, so true. Getting lots of good comments um, in the chat. Go out and find your tribe. Yeah. Love it. Don't wait for anyone. I mean, you guys relate to that where, and it's, it's no shame about anybody's upline, but I mean, you guys had to figure out a whole lot on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's our, our whole journey. We've outranked our, our upline and um, it would have been easy to say, oh, they're not showing up for us or they, they don't add value. But the fact is they've added massive value. Um, they, they continue to inspire so, so many on our team. Um, they now spend their whole lives doing, um, you know, humanitarian work. They, they live in Guatemala and they, they invite our team members to come down and, you know, spend a week um, doing all these different humanitarian projects from, you know, grow boxes to, um, you know, helping people with oils and um, days for girls. And they're just, they're, they're amazing. So it's, it's a choice to not get hung up on who your upline is and how they're showing up or not showing up for you. Great, great stuff. Okay, we've had a few more questions roll in. Um, so, uh, I think we already covered that one. Um, There's a question that says up above, how do you create good balance between supporting existing, excuse me, existing customers and growing your business? I find it hard to be all in on both. That's a great question. Um, <clears throat> one of the, um, the roles of a leader is to, to build stages for others. What I mean by that is, um, a lot of times we think if I'm the leader, I need to do it all. I need to run the customer education program. The, I, need to, I need to run the reactivation campaign. I need to run the business trainings. But the fact is, the sooner you build a stage for someone else, the sooner you develop leaders on your team. So let's, let's just take this specific example of customer um, appreciation. Um, doing continuing education is a project. And when, when you open the door for someone on your team to run that and own it, guess what happens? They have to step outside their comfort zone. They get to step up and become more of a leader. And would you rather be the person who does it all or have a team of empowered leaders who are out there leading their own revolutions? The fact is, that's what doTERRA's compensation plan rewards the most, is raising leaders. So look for any opportunity you can. Now, obviously, developing your own contacts and, and developing those relationships, that's something you cannot outsource. So you get to do that one. But when it comes to um, all the other things, you know, business trainings, um, Natalie and I see monthly business trainings maybe the, the greatest outfit, outcome of those is not actually the business training that happens, it's the leadership that happens when, when you give your team members the stage 
and they get to um, step outside of what feels uh, comfortable for them and, and they start to rise up and become leaders. Um, there's something about that process, letting people own a project, letting them lead it, letting them take the stage that makes all the difference. So stop trying to, to do it all yourself and uh, discover the, the power, the bliss and the flow of delegation. Tiff, what would you add? Yeah, the other thought I want you to think about here is that um, number one, supporting your existing customers is a form of growing your business, right? So as you're saying, the balance between supporting existing customers and growing my business, it's like, well, to me, they are both the same. But here's a thought is thinking strategically about your time. And we'll cover this at Heart and Hustle as well. We have uh, a section in your workbook that talks about the three circles of mentoring around how you navigate your mentoring time as well as your business building, your income producing activity time, right? Is they, they go together. If, but if I were you, I mean, just generally, I'd have you think about looking at your schedule. What are my office hours? When do I work? Like, when is the shop sign open? When am I mentoring and when am I doing business growth activities? is having more intention about your day and your week. And so as a light example, meaning something that it's not, this isn't the have to be it this way, but it's something you could consider is let's say you're currently silver or maybe you're gold. And I invite you to think about, okay, well, 40 to 50%, 60%, you know, say 50% is going to be in my business time of supporting my existing customers or builders leaders. And so you look at your calendar and you might say, okay, well, they're Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, from 10 to two is all about supporting or Monday and Wednesday, you know, from this block of time to this block of time is about developing and following up and nourishing my existing customers or leaders. And then you look at, okay, well then Tuesday and Thursday in that block of time is my business growth time. And that time is dedicated to follow-ups with new people, sending out samples, maybe attending a networking breakfast and getting to know some new people. But it's thinking strategically about your schedule and about the way that you're structuring your time is that you do need time that is involved, of course, in taking care of your existing business. But where I find what some of maybe your, your conversation is is a good balance. There isn't a perfect balance, but you can have well-nourished priorities and you can be strategic about your calendar to say hey this time of the day like maybe I don't know how much time you have to work your business each week right but let's say you're you're saying okay I have four hours a day or maybe you have double that maybe you have eight hours a day but let's say you had four hours a day 20 hours a week and then perhaps you know two of those four hours is for one you know function of the business and the other two are this way or you just in a day dedicate, hey, this is the day that I really work on nourishing new business, or this is, you know, these two days a week, or these three days, or whatnot, is I'd look at this strategically with where these activities fall and they fit into your calendar, to see it in that way, and to know that, because if the thing is for, I would, I'm making an assumption, but in my coaching of this with many, many leaders, is the challenge is they don't actually have structure to their office hours. They're just kind of doing whatever is in front of them. And they're always then in reactivity of what's ever on their cell phone or who's messaging them or in the Facebook group or in their email is there's just kind of this, you know, come at it with kind of this, we'll see how the day goes kind of thought versus having intentional times, blocks of times for mentoring, blocks of time for nourishing new business. That is something to consider. And no one does that perfectly, myself included but it is about much more intentional blocks of time where you feel like there's structure and there's consistency happening in both existing business and development of new business. Love it. That's some good advice right there. All right. Do we have any other questions today? Or is there anything on our Facebook live chats? We do have a question from Facebook. Megan asks, um, recommendations for keeping the flame alive in yourself and team after the reality of life hits once back home. Mm. Example, kids, spouse, etc. Yeah. What are your thoughts? 
Well, that's just real life, Megan. I get it. So I'm glad we're going to talk about it because the reality of saying, you know, you come to convention and you get, you can definitely get what I call the hopium high, right? Like you just get all juiced and it's not just hope. I mean, it's legit. It's so good, but you can't, you get all like, whoa. And that flame is hot and so to, so forth. And then you come back home and you're like, well, here's real life. I've been with all my besties at this amazing convention. Now there's laundry. Now there's dishes. Now there's kids soccer games. There's this and that and so forth. So one is just know that it's like, okay, this gets to be real life. But I would invite you to think about creating, and perhaps even this week, is looking at the week, the, the week or two following and thinking about blocking in some specific time where you can review your notes that you've taken. You can, you know, implement, decide before you leave convention what's one action I'm going to take or one habit I'm going to adapt moving forward and having that real clarity about what you're going to create. But even before you go is perhaps block some time in your schedule where you can come back to and say, okay, I'm reviewing this, or this is where this is going to live in my schedule or where this activity will be. You know, again, it won't be perfect, but it's just having that awareness and that intention to say, how am I going to navigate my calendar when I get back? What are the new changes and choices or habits I'm going to implement that I learned from so-and-so or from this session and convention, that type of thing that you're integrating is that's, you know, it is real life. The other thing I think is very, very helpful, love, is I would create for yourself an accountability partner, right? If you don't have, if it's an accountability partner, a coach, a mastermind group, but accountability buddy is great, right? Maybe it's someone that you're in cross line with or someone in your organization that you say, hey, let's hold each other accountable. And before you leave convention, you say, here's the three or four things. And here's when we're going to meet and check in with each other and how we're going to check in with each other. There's lots of ways to do that. But I think accountability is a great way to create, you know, consistency when we're wanting to see a shift. Andy, what would you add to that? I love that idea of an accountability partner. Um, I mean, it's just like a workout partner where sometimes it's, I like to think of it as a life hack. You know, setting up a, a partnership, an accountability partnership is, is really just a simple hack to, to set your future self up for success. Because we all know full well that January 1st, we're going to set some awesome health goals and we're going to go out and conquer the world. And then about January 3rd or 4th, we're like, nah. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> so... So setting up that accountability partner is a way to say, you know what, I'm serious about this. And I know that there are other people in the world who are serious about this too. So going together, we're gonna both raise our energy together and we're gonna be there for each other when the other one isn't feeling it. Um, Cause it's tough. A lot of times um, we do, you know, we live in remote areas or we don't have close friends or we have resistance even from our closest people like our spouses. And we get to be accountable for managing our energy. So um, I just can't overstress the, the value of that accountability partner to, to pick you up when you're feeling low and to remind you why you're doing this and say, hey, Let's do this together. It doesn't have to be this impossible, you know, lone ranger um, victory. It's, it's so much better when we do it together. And I found that, I don't know why it is, but so, so often those um, accountability partners are best cross line rather than up or down line. For some reason, there's just, there's magic in the fact that you don't need each other and you, you don't, um, there, there's no, there's no personal gain from the relationship. And so I, I think that just makes the, the partnership that much more pure. And I've just seen it over and over and over again, people, um, that come together cross line, just make uh, brilliant accountability partners. I think so too. So, 
and bring, come back here, you know, again, and share yeah. with your team, come back to share success, our weekly coaching session, share with them. Andy gave you earlier a phone number you can text in, share that with your team, help them get connected is that we will bring it for you every week. You know, we're showing up with the desire to help you stay passionate and work through what your resistance is. And so hopefully, I mean, it's not the same, but it's like a little drop of convention passion gets put back into you when we come together each week. That's right. I really like Robin's question that you was shared in the, or did you want, sorry, Andy, did you want to? Yeah, go ahead and read it. But did you have a thought you were going to wrap up to that? No, I was about to segue into Robin's. Okay. So Robin says, as a leader, I hope to work my doTERRA business as a business. However, the process of getting eight signatures and having the possibility of placements honoring a move is so defeating. It makes me feel I'm not valued as a leader. I don't make moves because of an immediate reaction. It is a response to supporting my overall desire to progress. This is really defeating when one person will not sign off, especially when the person has zero intention to share advice. Welcome. So, Andy, I feel like almost there's two things there happening, right? Like having people sign off, but also I'm not quite as clear when she's saying I don't make moves because of an immediate reaction. Maybe you understand a little more what she's sharing there. Yeah, I'm not totally clear what that one means. Um, So first of all, Robin, we, we, I hear you and and feel you. Um, The acceptance process um, is far from perfect and, um, and it can be very, very frustrating. Um, especially when you've got, um, one person that, um, is holding up a move, uh, and especially when it feels like the move needs to be made. Um, I, I can't even count the number of times that, uh, that we've come up against this. So, um, Maybe, maybe I'll just back up and, and cover what the exceptions committee is there for. Um, so doTERRA knows that in everyone's building journey that it's not gonna be perfect. That people are gonna change their minds. Um, you know, there will be, I mean, people die and you have to you know, restructure the organization. Life just happens, right? So they, they reserve the right to, to make exceptions, um, to, to help, help us streamline our business and, and, and make things go better. That being said, um, they are exceptions. And um, so the first question that, that I would ask you, Robin, is um, I need these exceptions to happen for A, my business to grow and for B, for me to be a leader. Because I, I hear you questioning both of those things in your, in your ask. So um, sit in that question because um, I think there's a lot of insight there for you and for everyone on this call. Um, exceptions are great when they work out and there's always, um, there's always value in every situation. Um, you know, if, if there's one person who's blocking it, um, maybe the question is, what could I do to reconnect with this person? And what can I do to see them as a real person with real needs? And, and how can I be sensitive and proactive about serving them in their needs. Um, I think too often we, we see non-builders and people who don't sign those exceptions as um, the enemy. And the fact is they're, they're humans just like you with, with real world uh, needs and issues. And the, the sooner that you see them as, as that, the, the sooner that you'll, you'll get what this, less, this situation has to teach you, um, which is to see everyone as humans and, and to, um, and maybe um, 
the lesson is just um, I get to enroll more people. There is, there's no placements problem that can't be fixed with enrolling more people. Um, Haley Hobson says that all the time, and that is the way that she's built to double presidential diamond. Um, she's a massive enroller. So um, that's, that's the answer to the first question. The second one, um, I, I don't make moves and it, it stops my desire to progress. Um, I, I would just, I would ask myself, is this situation worth stopping me from being the change that I want to make in the world? Um, am I gonna let this um, obstacle um, be a roadblock or a stepping stone? Um, because that's, that's all resistance is. Resistance is an invitation to rise up, to be more, and, and to, um, it's really a question, the universe asking us the question, how serious are, are you about your life mission? How committed are you to your goals and, and to changing the world? Um, so I guess th those are my thoughts. Um, <clears throat> Tiffany, what are your thoughts? I think you covered it, you know, really well. And, and some of this, it's, it's, yes, I think no matter what, there's, there's sometimes things that are frustrating, but I think that, you know, to his point, focusing on those enrollments and knowing that it's just part of the process. I just wouldn't make it mean, I think where I hear some of this seeping in a little bit, where he says it makes me feel I'm not valued as a leader. I think that's a lie. And so I'd really catch the, the seeping in. Like, I think, you know, in, in previous calls we've done together, Andy talks about what when we observe data or we observe something and then we interpret that and we make it where we, we all do this as humans, we make it mean something about ourselves. And so even though this, there is this process, but that process is here for everybody. It won't limit your success. It's only limiting if we allow it to have all this power, but you're saying, it makes me feel I'm not valued as a leader. That's where I'd catch the mindset lie of that because that's not true. You're highly valued, right? And sometimes we're saying, gosh, I need someone or something outside of me to make me feel valued versus love. You are valued. And what you bring to the table is you want to change more lives. All of you are change agents. All of you have the ability to change more people's lives beginning today, right? Like every single one of us the way that we show up and how we support. I'm not saying that doesn't mean you can't feel frustration and you're not wrong for feeling frustration. It's just that it, you're mentally taking yourself out of flow and momentum with thoughts like I'm not valued as a leader because of this process. And that's just simply not true. I love it. Choose mentally, right? Like what is the story? So Andy, I do need to hop off. I know we're at the time. Good if night. you want to take that last question, I think it's a goodie if you have them a moment. But um, I just want to say hello, love you all. And uh, I hope to see many of you next week. And Andy and I will be again together at the Oil Life booth and come see us. We'd love to see you there. Thanks for joining us, Tiffany. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Okay, last question we've got. Uh, Gwen says, I'm afraid to reach out to my upline for mentoring. I'm on a leg that's inactive, um, about four to five people above me. So my nearest leaders are diamonds and blue diamonds, and I'm in intimidated by that. I know they're busy. I keep hearing that a mentor is really important, um, is having an accountability partner and uh, listening to calls going to be enough to get me to diamond? Um, such a great question, um, Gwen. And the question that I would have for you is um, why is it that you feel um, not enough to ask for their mentorship? Um, which, what part of you is saying um, they're too busy that, or I'm not important enough? Um, I, I think that's the place that I would start. Um, and, and, and really go deep on that question and, and be honest with yourself. Um, 
I think um, it's, it's funny. We have seven children and what blows my mind is um, as I look across the board, um, we have one child that's really, really good at asking for things. And you know what? He gets a lot. He gets a lot more than all the other kids. And the simple reason is he asks more. Um, like he is shameless and he's fearless about asking. And it's not um, out of greed. It's not out of um, like he thinks he's, um, I don't know, more important or more, more valued, but he's just, he's just fearless about asking. And, and I've, I've found that, that uh, the wisdom shared in the number one best-selling book in the world, which is the Bible, um, really is true. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Um, it's just the number one rule of the universe that if you want something, ask for it. Go get it. Um, we watched the, the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, the other night. And I, I love that scene where Will Smith, you know, he's playing basketball with his son and the son says he wants to be a professional um, basketball player. And the dad's like, uh, I don't know. You probably won't make it. Um, chances are like one in a million. And so the kid just, he's just dejected and puts his head down and, and Will realizes, wait a minute, I just killed a dream. I just took away the, the desire in, in this precious child. <clears throat> and then he says, you know what? I was wrong. You want something, you go get it. And it's really that simple. Um, so I would say, ask for it. And I would say, don't be attached to the outcome. Um, intention without attachment is one of the most powerful principles that, that I know of. Um, every time you talk to a prospect, go in with an intention, but not attachment. Every time you go for a goal, be, be clear on your intention, but don't be attached. It might not be on a certain timeline or it might not be with certain leaders that, that you, you're thinking of. So I would say um, ask for it and don't be attached to the outcome. And regardless of what your uh, diamond and blue diamond uplines um, may or may not offer, I would still seek out an accountability partner. I think that regardless of where you are in the business and what your goals are, I think an accountability partner will help you get further and do more than, uh, than banking on um, mentoring from an upline. I think I just can't overestimate or, or overstress that, that value. So great, great question. Um, okay. Sharia is saying that she's getting mentoring. How do I offer support and mentorship without coming off as pushy and controlling? Um, I think, you know, we, we use the phrase mentoring and we, um, we put a lot of, um, I, I think we put a lot of definition around what that means and what it looks like. <clears throat> but mentoring could look like um, a million different things. It, it's not necessarily sitting down with your forms all filled out and, and you know, being the Tony Robbins to, to change their life. It might just be, hey, um, I want to get to know you and your goals and and I want to help you get your goals. So um, I, I think if, if you're getting, if you're offering mentoring and your team's not taking you up on it, um, it either means they don't know what you're offering or they don't know, um, <clears throat> or, or um, they don't have enough clarity yet on their goals to understand the value of what you're offering. So, um, it's not about being pushy and, and talking them into taking you up on mentoring. I would say getting, um, getting more communicative with them and just 
saying, hey, um, let's, let's go out to lunch. Um, let's catch up. Let's go to the park, let the kids play, and let's just talk about life. And the fact is that the more time you invest in getting to know them and what matters to them, the, the easier it's gonna be for you to see a way to serve them and for them to see you as the ally. That's what a mentor is. It's, it's just someone who's um, a cheerleader. It's someone who's in their corner and, and willing to, to help them do a hard thing. So um, I would say get, uh, get some quality time together and, um, and then go for, um, go for a common goal together. That's, that's really what we're talking about here. Well, that's all the time that we've got for today, but thank you so much everyone for joining us. Um, we will not be on the call next week as it is convention, um, but um, go ahead and send um, a text to that phone number that I posted earlier. Um, of course, I can't find it now. You can go to sharesuccess.com forward slash call and get the instructions to get text reminders. Um, so hop on there and we will stay in touch and let you know when we can connect um, during convention week. So thanks for joining us everyone and we'll see you next time.